This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. Question time on the sounding board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to drink, choose to drink wise. Hachi, before we dive into this week's offerings, uh, just a reminder, please, of what has, what is happening with this show on Brownlow Medal Day on a couple of Mondays' time. That's it. On Monday, the 25th of September, Damo, which is Monday week, or when uh, from the recording time, whenever you're listening, it's a Monday, the 25th of September, broadcasting live from midday. We'll be broadcasting from the Audio Hub in the Metropole Precinct, the home of Finals' crown, next to Forever New. Ask a question in person. Bring your friends. Come along and join us. We had a great time last year with our grand final show. It's a little earlier in the week this year, but it'll be a ripper. It's Monday the 25th, and we're recording live at noon at Crown. There you go. Okay, questions. Uh, Damien Shenton on email. I went to a packed-out Clubhouse 5 in London to watch Carlton versus Sydney. Thanks to Hachi, and it was great to watch an AFL game in another city. Can Hachi suggest any other pubs in Europe or around the world for watching AFL? I'm glad you went to Clubhouse 5. It's a great spot, so uh, well played. Uh, Smithfield here in New York, which is uh, 25th, or bounce for the late games, and... Just trying to think of some other – the sporting globes around Australia are very good if you're travelling. Is in, Bounce yeah, still going over there in the state, in, in New York, is it? It is, yep. It's more of an event. It's not really a f- – that was Smithfield's a footy footy purist bar. That's that was where a nightclub. fans go to watch. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't enjoy Bounce as much. That was a nightclub. Bounce is a bit more of a circus. Yeah, um, circus, yeah. Yeah, that's whatever you're into. Smithfield's more my cup of tea. And, yeah, I can suggest a few others around the different cities, I'm sure. So I'll, DM Hutchie. We'll, we'll sprink, sprinkle a few of those in the coming weeks. All right. Jeremy Hill, Facebook. Tony Jones was suspiciously absent from Channel 9's photo shoot to promote its Olympics. Coverage was this by design. Uh, we had a good little uh, joke around that and yeah. had fun with TJ on the, on the most recent Sunday free was... show. Now, nah, look, the reason he couldn't he was... make the upfronts was he was working for Channel 9 News, which he does very, very well. He'll be part of it. I thought he was desperately unlucky. Uh, with that being said... He's going to be part of it. He just yeah. wasn't part of the photo. I think he missed a, he missed an opportunity in the photo. Like he, the photo is an important piece. <laughs> well, you tell us of the that. internal politics. <laughs> yeah. It's a very important piece of the internal politics. And what this seasoned, put it this way, having worked with Jim Wilson, who spent more time on working out when the photo shoot was <laughs> than he did the day's news. Often he would have been, and I say it's with love and affection. And you, and you know Jim very well. You were you went to his wedding. This. He would have made sure the news was in the city of the photo shoot that night, <laughs> long in advance, merely to accommodate his role in the photo shoot. So I think Tony's <laughs> missed a real moment here. And yes, he was busy, but his board planning should have been, oh, I've got to do, a, got to do the news live out of Sydney that night because the photo shoot's on that day and I've got to get myself in the shot front and centre. And, and you talk about uh, Danny Wheeler as being the uh, the original two-shotter. Uh, he was the original yep. two-shotter, wasn't he? Jim. Um, he was, yep. um, as opposed to me, who emailed my photo in for the footy classified opener this year, <laughs> which, by the way, worked out fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Michael Galtieri on Facebook. Do you think there is an opportunity for a model to pay for news articles as a one-off rather than having to subscribe to the whole paper? Uh, I don't. I think one-off, but what I suspect we'll get to is aggregator wallets, right? So you'll have a wallet that says you're buying 100 stories against across multiple platforms, and there'll be a back-end algorithm that connects that revenue to that, to that story, company, to that and then click. Yeah. you'll just 
you'll just go through and go like that, and that's cost me forty five cents, and yep. and you'll just run your wallet out. And I think that's not a bad model, right? It just still takes some time for the publishers to mature. Okay, yeah, I hadn't heard that one before. Robert Horwell on Facebook wants to know if I'm going to be jumping on the Cleveland Browns early this year after they took down the Bengals. I may as well, Robert. I uh, I watched for... that game Sunday. Did you? I didn't. Yep. They must have been good. They seem to be dominant. They were terrific. Deshaun Watson, uh, obviously a highly controversial player. He missed 12 games last year, but he was powerful in that game, Damo. And I think you're going to have a good team, very good team. Speaking of James Brayshaw in the main body of the sounding board, he was uh, wearing a Nick Chubb T-shirt that day on the rush hour. Can you believe that? (laughs) He's too old for that rubbish. Jared Moore on X. Would a Pat McAfee-type show work for the AFL? And if so, who would be the star? Well, he's a unique talent. I don't think there's many like him in the world, Pat McAfee. I, I don't love his decision to go to ESPN, as you know. I think it's yeah, you did. his independence was uh, – and so it just he just doesn't feel as independent to me in the, the stuff I saw on the weekend, albeit he's still a breathtaking talent. You know, you know I'm pretty long in, in believer in Kane Corns and think his ability to aggregate uh, opinions second to none. But in terms of a kind of a more lovable character – yeah, there's probably not a natural one that springs to mind in we're, Australia. We're even, Matty Johns is probably the closest. Yeah, yeah, he probably has done that to a point, hasn't he, really? Yep. Yep. Tim McInerney on X. Thoughts on Brendan Favola promoting gambling after his well-documented struggles with gambling in the past? We've discussed this in the past, you and I. We have. Um, briefly, yeah, I think it's, you know, everyone's entitled to earn a living, so I don't begrudge Brendan that. And I'm not familiar with the, the nature of the marketing and what type of marketing he's done. So take on trust that it's above board, but it is, it is a weird fit. Yeah. Look, I, I, my views on this is until the government bans something, so there's a starting point. So there's that aspect of it. Equally, Brendan has been very open about his problems in that space and other spaces. I think you could argue, and I don't know whether he has done this himself or gone down this path, but he could maybe potentially say that controlling it the way he's done it is a better way than actually you know, stopping yourself totally from trying to have access to I don't know. I'm not trying to get into that space. It's a dangerous space. I don't, I'm not an expert in it. But the fact he can now manage something that once was a major problem addiction for him, um, it may be a positive in part of that as well. I, I don't claim to know, but I don't get too worked up in it, particularly um, you know, when, it, when it is a legal well, being product. A, being a wagering ambassador yourself that, of course, was brought to life on media, watch, I'm sure it would be very difficult for you to have an objective view on it, given you've... Yeah, uh, and given your entire front, station, front given your entire station is propped up by the gambling you've... dollar, if you want to go down that path, Archie. Even you fronted the campaign yourself, it would be highly difficult for you to, yep. to have any of you. As it would be. We've got Gary Lyon trying to come into the studio here. <laughs> He's eight minutes early, by the way. Uh, Shimbo on X. How does a night final this Saturday night make sense when the winner plays next on Friday night, but a prelim the next week has to be twilight? I can actually answer that one, Shimbo. It, uh, the policy, as far as I know it to be, is that the AFL will look after the, the preliminary final teams as best they can. So if a team is travelling to play a tri- preliminary final, they will attempt to get that travelling team back into their own beds that night obviously to give them as much time to recover for a grand final. But the weeks one and two of the finals series, the lesser ranked team of the teams playing the matches don't get that same luxury. It's a simple way of explaining how that system works. Hutchie, you normally get scared when Gary gets angry. Do you want me to do one more question or do you want to wrap it up? I'm in your hands entirely, Damo. All right. 
I'll keep asking questions and I'm, I'm not scared of Gary. James Sims on Facebook. Any thoughts on the Sandown round of the supercars coming up where we'll see exciting racing or is it going to be a snooze fest? I didn't realise the Sandown track was still being used for cars, Hutchie. I thought they were about to shut the whole thing down even from a horse racing perspective. No, it, it, it builds from here, the supercars. You've got Sandown, you've got Bathurst, you've got Adelaide, you've got the Gold Coast to come. Uh, it's a big run home. So, yeah, that'll be that'll be a big event. I think it's the Penrite at Sandown. Yep. And seeing you annoy me before with that, that gambling stance, I'll, I'll finish today on this. Grant M on X. Damien, what do you think is worse? Hutchie now refusing to offer any potentially controversial opinion since becoming a CEO of a ASX company, or Hutchie's continually linking you with Tony Abbott and Peter Kredlin. Kredlin what annoys you more? Both, Grant. Both. <laughs> I used to like Hutchie when he had an opinion. <laughs> And I don't know, I don't see any humour at all in the Tony Abbott and Peter Credlin thing. So I might just leave it there because Gary is actually getting angry out there at the back there. So that was question time on the sounding board for DrinkWise. If you're choosing to drink, choose to drink wise. Thanks for listening to the sounding board questions with Hachi and Damo. Send us your questions via Twitter or Facebook at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate, and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.